0: Welcome to Vaginas, Vulvas, and Vibrators with Jordan Donnell. This is a safe place to learn about women's health and sexual wellness. I'm your host, Jordan Donnell, physician assistant, women's sexual health educator, and intimacy coach. On today's episode, we are talking about the menstrual cycle. By the end of this episode, you will have a better understanding on how hormones work, and what the purpose is of the menstrual cycle. This is our first episode in learning about the menstrual cycle. Before we get started, I am super excited to announce a little project that I have been working on. I am now offering intimacy coaching calls. That's right. 20 minutes with me to talk about your intimate life and how to improve it. To snag your free 20 minute call. Yeah, I said free. You heard that right. Go to intimacy.vaginasvulvasandvibrators.com. I cannot wait to connect with you. So the female reproductive system is amazing. There are so many essential pieces that go into how a woman's body works. And again, they didn't really teach us that in health class. They totally bypassed all of that and instead focused on male anatomy and sex gets you pregnant, don't get pregnant. They never talked about how the woman's body actually works. So, on our first episode, uh, um, we talked about female anatomy. And what they didn't teach you in health class. Now we're going to talk a little bit more about the menstrual cycle and what they didn't teach you about your hormones. Men, if you're listening, you will have a totally different respect for the female body after this. So where to even begin? This episode is a little on the sciencey side, but stick with me. I'm going to try my best to make it as understandable as possible There are a lot of things going on all at once when it comes to the female reproductive cycle, which is part of what makes it so amazing. Let's start by learning some of the hormones involved. The couple that we're going to talk about are the luteinizing hormone, or LH, the follicle stimulating hormone, or FSH, and then estrogen and progesterone. So the LH and the FSH come from the brain. There are lots of negative and positive feedback loops, but we're not going to go into all of that here. That's just way too much. So LH, luteinizing hormone, is released by the pituitary gland in the brain at ovulation and triggers the release of a mature egg from an ovarian follicle. Yeah. The FSH, this one, or the follicle-stimulating hormone, this one stimulates follicles to grow It is also released by the pituitary gland in the brain. And as we age, the FSH slowly rises to a level that signals the ovaries to stop releasing eggs. So this um, hormone can be important when it comes to menopause and fertility. Then there is estrogen, which is primarily produced in the ovaries And you do get some small amounts from the adrenal glands and fat cells, but estrogen is responsible for thickening the uterine lining in preparation for pregnancy, and it plays a role in ovulation. Estrogen actually plays a role in many other biological processes as well, but we won't go into all that here either. Then the progesterone... Uh, Progesterone's primary job is to control and maintain the buildup of the uterine lining in anticipation of pregnancy. When progesterone falls, that signals for the uterine lining to be shed through menses. Um, So that is overall the four main hormones involved in the menstrual cycle. There's more to it, but I'm just trying to give you guys kind of the general overview. Now, let's go back to our first episode when we talked about anatomy. We're going to take a little bit closer look at the ovaries here today. So the ovaries are responsible for production and release of the ovum or the egg. Ovaries are also important for biosynthesis and secretion of progesterone and estrogen. Now, Remember, women are all born with the number of eggs that they will have, and by the time puberty hits, they have about 300,000 eggs left. So with each menstrual cycle, several follicles begin growing. The follicles are inside of the ovary and contain an egg. Throughout this process, most follicles will undergo atresia or disappear, and one, maybe two, will be ovulated or released. After ovulation, the area where the follicle was growing in the ovary turns into what we call a corpus luteum, and this corpus luteum produces progesterone to help support the uterine lining in the event pregnancy happens. This is what is going on inside of the ovaries throughout this whole cycle. So let's put the hormones and what's going on with the female reproductive organs all together The cycle itself begins with onset of menses, your menstrual cycle, or your bleed. In medicine, we call this cycle day one. So when your provider asks you when your last period was, we are looking for cycle day one or first day of full flow. The entire cycle typically is 28 days long, but can vary from like 25 to 35 days long. There are two distinct phases. The follicular and the luteal. So, we're going to kind of break those down a little bit here. The follicular phase lasts about 14 days, but this can vary from 11 to 27 depending on your cycle. The follicular phase starts with the first day of your menstrual cycle and ends when you ovulate. During this time, the estrogen is rising. The hypothalamus sends a signal to your pituitary gland in your brain to release FSH, that follicle stimulating hormone we just talked about. The FSH stimulates the ovaries to produce 5 to 20 small sacs or follicles inside the ovaries. And this happens during the first couple of days of the follicular phase. Each follicle contains an immature egg. Normally, By about day five or day seven, only one to two of those follicles become lead or dominant follicles, and they can be distinguished by their size. The dominant follicle is the one that is ovulated, and the rest of those initial follicles are reabsorbed into the body or, medically speaking, undergo atresia. The maturing follicle continues to release estrogen that thickens the lining of the uterus and helps the final steps of maturation of the egg. Estrogen rises and is at its highest prior to ovulation. That rising estrogen triggers the pituitary gland to release luteinizing hormone or LH, resulting in ovulation. Right before ovulation, you will also see a spike in your FSH, and that helps with the final maturation of the egg as well. All at this time, you're gonna notice too, or you may notice if you're doing basal body temps that there is a rise in body temperature as well. So that is really important for people who are doing basal monitoring to obtain pregnancy or to avoid pregnancy. Now, ovulation happens about 36 hours after the LH surge. And that's typically gonna be around cycle day 14. Some people who are actually attempting pregnancy will buy the LH surge strips, you can buy them off Amazon, and they monitor if you are actually ovulating and when you're ovulating to help determine when to have intercourse. The fertile window is up to six days prior to ovulation, and having intercourse during the fertile window gives you the best opportunity at getting pregnant. Now, if you are avoiding pregnancy, I would also be avoiding the fertile window um, for intercourse as that is your most fertile time. Now, the next phase is the luteal phase. This phase starts when ovulation happens and lasts for about 14 days. So that's typically going to be cycle day 14 to 28. After the follicle releases the egg, it changes into a corpus luteum in the ovary. This corpus luteum produces progesterone and a little bit of estrogen, but really mostly progesterone. This progesterone supports the growth and function of the endometrium, and it helps it get ready for a fertilized egg to implant. If the egg is not fertilized, the corpus luteum is then reabsorbed, resulting in a drop of progesterone and then resulting in the lining shedding and starting your menstrual cycle. Then the process starts all over again. However, if a pregnancy occurs, the pregnancy hormone HCG is produced by the embryo and that tells the body to maintain the corpus luteum and keep the endometrial lining thick. So that's a lot. That's a good overview of how the cycle works. And that's pretty amazing, right? Um, The other thing I wanted to tell you guys about was while all of this is going on, we also have the egg that's released, that's picked up by the fallopian tubes and travels into the uterus and out through the cervix and out if it's not fertilized. So there's so many things going on with the female body, in order to obtain pregnancy, um, in order to have this menstrual cycle, there's just there's a lot happening, and it's it's pretty amazing. In a future episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about fertility, and we'll talk about different areas where things can kind of um, be cause issues and cause infertility. So we'll get to all of that later. But having a good understanding of how it works can help us in the future. So. Some key takeaways from this episode Um, estrogen rises in the follicular phase, progesterone rises in the luteal phase, and the drop of progesterone starts the menstrual cycle. And lastly, understanding the fertile window. The fertile window is absolutely crucial um, for attempting pregnancy and avoiding pregnancy. And I know in office that's something that I do spend a lot of time explaining to women who are attempting to get pregnant or the ladies that are choosing not to be on a contraceptive, um, like a birth control. I make sure I explain to them like, Hey, this is how pregnancy happens. You know, avoiding intercourse during your fertile window is going to be the best thing to do to prevent pregnancy. However, you always have to keep in mind, um, for some people, their menstrual cycles are not consistent. There's variations. So you, it can make it a little bit difficult um, when it comes to avoiding pregnancy and obtaining pregnancy too. So that's something that I know that I have to tell a lot of ladies in office, but I hope that you have a better understanding of how the body works. And um, keep that in mind. Like next time, like there's all these fluctuating hormones Um, I'm reading this book in the flow right now, and I can't wait to do a podcast about that as well, but all this stuff is changing and the way we think and what we're better at during different times of our cycle is all varying because of our hormones, which is just mind blowing and absolutely amazing. This podcast is sponsored by Pure Romance by Jordan Jones, offering top bath and beauty products and relationship enhancement items. Check out the link in the bio to start shopping today. Thank you for joining today and continuing to bring awareness to women's health. If you love the show, please subscribe so you never miss another episode and leave a review for others to see. If you want to see me on the daily, you can check out my bio for links to all my pages. Be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends. Thanks again and see you next episode.